Welcome to the That's Life Man podcast, hosted by Tanner and Chandler Mann. Tune in weekly to chat all things family, fitness, and life. That's life. That's what all the people say. Welcome back to the That's Life Man podcast. Excuse you. I do the intros. Well, let's hear it then. Welcome back to That's Life Man, hosted by your favorite couple, Tanner and Chandler Rand. We have breaking news. This literally just broke. Tanner just saw it on her phone. What is it? Apparently, Chriselle, what is her last name from Selling Sunset, has a girlfriend. Breaking. Chriselle Sunset has a girlfriend. Chriselle Sunset? I thought that the reason her and that guy broke up was because Jason. Jason broke because she wanted kids. That's that's what the whole like that's why this is so like mind blown is this whole thing is he didn't want kids, so she broke it well, off, which I guess his, she can, her girlfriend might want kids and they can adopt yes. or do there's other ways to do it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So she if her girlfriend wants kids and this is a long term thing, then that can definitely I happen. can't imagine she's getting into a relationship with another person who doesn't want kids. Right. I'm interested to see though if this is legit. Or if this is just a publicity thing, because I truly think that her and Jason were together just for publicity, just to well, kind of the raise the ratings of the show, which they didn't need it. Let's talk about that show a little bit. Okay. I don't really like it. Well, of course you don't. You're a, you're a very masculine. Oh, well, thank you. Man. But I like luxury real estate. Right, but this is not a real estate show. Which is what my issue was going into it. I think I came in hoping to see more homes because the homes they show are so cool. They do show a lot of homes and they do show a good bit of the real estate. Like they show the commission, they, they show, show the, the interaction. Yeah, but this is a drama show. I th- So we've talked to our, our realtor team recently a little bit and this just got brought up and there are a lot of people that have gone into real estate because of that show. I know, which I will say, if I were in real estate, I actually would dress like that before the show. Really? Yeah. I mean, not like tits hanging out so much, but like I would definitely be they glam. Got tits out. I would be glam dressed to the night. You know, I would. I would show up in stilettos. You think that would pass here? I don't care. I mean, you see the way I dress in public. That's true. I feel like if you dress that way, you almost have to be selling luxury though. For sure. For sure. If you are dressing that way, you need to be selling the higher price point because if you are like, especially you're going to stand out with your team. If you're in a brokerage, they might not be okay with that. True. There's almost like a unwritten dress code probably because if somebody just comes in dressed to the nines, wearing a suit every day, and then old buddy comes in with jeans and a polo. Which I will say, so you said you don't like that show because it doesn't show a lot of real estate. I love it because I love looking at the hair and the makeup and the clothes. That's why I watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I don't care about the drama. I just want to see the eyeshadow. I hate fabricated drama. Oh, and that show, especially this season, they really, like everything was really a, a far reach. It's hard for me to buy into those things, but I do get why people like it. I mean, it's just mindless trash TV. Yeah, essentially. Not that we're calling these people trash. No, but that's what it's called. It's just like trash trash TV. It's like, oh, what did you used to like? Oh, Um, Jersey Shore. Oh, my 
gosh, I hated that show. So fun story. Whenever I was in high school, I watched Jersey Shore and, you know, I watched it for a few seasons and then finally all of a sudden my dad was just like, you can't watch this. And I was like, excuse me? Kind of out of nowhere. And he was like, yeah, you're not watching this. I guess he like saw a few episodes and was like, which granted if my teenage daughter watched that, I would, it would not. Well, it was all just partying. Yeah. It was just literally sex, party, tan, laundry, gym, tan, laundry, (laughs) GTL. DTL. DTF. And he put a lock. This is, we had DVR and he put a lock where I could not watch MTV. Like it wouldn't let me click on the channel. So I would have Chandler record it at his house. And when I'd go to his house, I'd watch the new episode. We were talking about like Dish Network and DirecTV. Like what is that now? I'm sure people still have it, but today's sponsor, YouTube TV. We don't even watch YouTube TV, babe. We have it, but we never watch it. Literally the only things we watch are Hulu, Netflix, and Peacock. I watch HBO a little bit. They have really good movies. Yeah, but we only have Peacock just to watch The Office. We pay for Peacock for The Office only because it's worth it. Worth it. How how much is it a month? I think maybe $11 or $12. So we literally could buy it on Apple in full all of the seasons. I think it sells for a little over 100 So, I mean, you're talking about a year. After a year, you're losing money. Yes. Well, right now, yeah, we are with Peacock. I can't believe they took that off Netflix. There's no commercials, which I guess there wouldn't be either on Apple. We're idiots. (laughs) We should have bought it. Let's get to the topic today because it's a good one. We're talking about young love. So we're going to talk about some of the things that we have found as pros of marrying young, some of the cons, just kind of, we've told you our story, but what does that look like for us? And what are some things that whenever we look back, we're like, man, maybe we should have done that differently or we play this game all the time. What if we met today? What would we do? Yeah, it'd be so different. Because if you didn't know, we actually haven't told our story here on the podcast. But Ooh, juicy. just like the short version, Chandler and I went to the same high school. We were in the same grade. My mom was actually one of his teachers. We were just friends for a little while. Then we became quote unquote. Wait a second. Quote unquote, just friends. What? I knew what I wanted. Okay, then why didn't you come get it? I did. It just took me a little while. And Why? You played the game. I didn't play any game. You did. You strung me along for months. Oh, come on. For months saying, flirting with me as a friend. And finally, I was just like, bro, I ain't got time for you. <laughs> we were both in very serious relationships. We were literally 15 and 16. Yeah, no, at the time we were 14 and 15. Yeah. It's just kind of funny to think back on now. We are literally our only Boyfriend slash girlfriend, significant other. If you think about it. Eighth grade doesn't count. You're talking about a year or 10 months when you're in middle school. Yeah, doesn't count. So when we started dating, we were 15 and 16. And we've been together ever since. I'm 27. And she is 26. So then we got married when I was 20. I was 19 and you were were 20. Yeah, you were 19. I was 20. Youngins. We were babies. Youngins. Like we always talk about what if Xander came to us at 19 and was like, I'm getting married. I'd be like, oh, do what? Although I think that obviously for us, we feel like it worked. Well, obviously. Obviously, right? There are definitely people who got married the same age that it didn't. I would say the majority, just just statistics, not like opinion, majority of people that get married young, that young, end up getting a divorce. I agree with that. And I just it makes me wonder. 
what people th- not that it matters what anybody else thought, but what people thought when they saw us get married at that age. They thought we were pregnant. Probably. They did. People thought we were pregnant. We were not. We didn't have a baby for five years. So boom, in your face. So we got married and we moved into a very small townhome, which is one of those things that we think about like now, if we were to get married, we're in such a different spot financially. Obviously. Yeah. We were so young. We were both both working working at restaurants. Yeah. We were both working as servers and- so we we wanted something. We got a townhome, and the, it was a two bedroom, one and a half bath townhome in Gainesville, Florida, and it was six ninety five a month for a two bedroom, one and a half bath. It was six hundred and ninety five dollars a month, and we were stressing about that. I remember when I found it, I was like, "Babe, are we going to be able to afford six hundred and ninety five dollars a month?" It's funny because every time we moved oh, our the price of what we were paying moved up. And we always asked that same question. Like, babe, is this going to be okay? Granted, Chandler and I are very smart with our money. We were always, we've always been frugal. We pay attention, we save. And so we were totally fine. Every single time we moved, we were totally fine, but that's just who we are. Um, we're still stressing about it. Cause we're one of those, if we put money on in savings, it's in savings. We don't touch it. Yeah. And luckily, again, I think part of the reason that while we married young, that it worked out is that we had the same mindset with money, with money. Yes. Which is a huge money is a huge thing in, in marriage. You got to think about how many stages people go through in life and what those stages are, especially around that age. Mm-hmm. You start finally start making some money. Some people want to save it. Some people want to spend it. Yes. You turn 21. Some people want to drink a lot. Some people want to party a lot. Some, some people, people are over it. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy how many pivotal moments there were in that time. You're 25. You can get a rental car now. Some people just want to rent cars all day. Really? People do that. (laughs) Probably not. But still, there's so many pivotal moments in those ages that can really put pressure on a marriage, especially young people. Yeah. And I think, so I know why I was smart with money. My mom taught me to be smart with money before there were apps for your banking where you could see how much was in your account. My mom- Rebalancing checkbooks? I I didn't write checks. I'm not much of a check girl, never have been, but I had like a little notebook that I kept in my purse and my mom was like, okay, write down at the top how much money you have in your account. And then every time you spend it, whether it's a candy bar or you get gas, you subtract that from that amount. And she would tell me, I only want you to keep $100 in your checking account at all times. Isn't that crazy? Because now- very easily, we could have an auto withdrawal over a hundred dollars for something. Yes, but at the time, but at the time, it made me save so much money when we got married. I had saved so much money because my mom would tell me put everything into savings and keep a hundred dollars in your checkings. Tanner paid for her undergraduate degree before she graduated. Yeah, I did not graduate in debt, which a lot of that was you know scholarships, and I had done a lot of dual enrollment, so no. I, my mom helped me a lot in that way, but yeah, it, you know, and she did pay for some, mm-hmm. but, but it still speaks to the point that we're trying to make that luckily we were on the same page about where we wanted to be financially and what it was going to take to get there. So I think everybody's like, everybody wants to be comfortable. You know, everybody wants to have money and be comfortable, but are they on the same page of what's on the table? What should we be spending our money on each month? Should we be budgeting? All those things. Because as much as you guys think, even today, right now at this age, you would think that I would be the one that wants to do not irrational spending, but more 
what's the word? Leisurely? Yes. More leisurely spending, you would think it would be me, but it is actually Chandler. But we balance each other out because Chandler is a very, you wouldn't guess it, but when he gets something in his mind, okay, for it, for example, do you mind if I share the golf cart story? Uh, no, that's a good one. Okay. So we have a golf cart. We ride it around the neighborhood. We love it, but it needs new batteries. That son of a gun that's dies. The only issue. It dies so quick. So like for weeks, I'm like, Chandler, can you just please get some new batteries for this golf cart? Chandler, when he gets his mind on something, he goes and he researches it. He has photos. He's talked to a dealer. He had in his mind that he wanted to get a side-by-side because the batteries are bad in our golf cart. He thought, let's just get a new one, a better one. And so I had to sit him (laughs) down and I said, babe, I love you. And it would be great to have a brand new one. Go get some damn batteries. (laughs) Yeah. And that that's good though. That's what I needed to hear was I get that you want this and it's like a fun thing that you just want, but really stop and think, does it make sense? Because Tanner's right. Whenever I get my mindset on something, I'm very much gung-ho. Like I am strategic about it. You are. You're smart about it, but at the same time, you get in a you're very fantasy driven. Like you get yeah. in a in a like fairyland. I do like new. There have been times that, that has been really good for us. And then there's times where I'm glad that we stopped and thought. Yes, because sometimes if I and if I jump on board, oh, it's over. Like it's oh, gonna happen. You better not say yes. If I say yes, and I know that. So sometimes like there was a beach house that we wanted to rent instead of this house. And it was amazing. It was on the ocean, guys. It was three stories, but it was very like small, just built up. And Chandler was like, let's do it. Let me just tell you, the rent was outrageous. It was outrageous. Even the owner was like, you know, I'm concerned that you have a toddler. Like there's like, nah, dude. Chandler's like, it's fine. Listen, let me worry about my kid. He'll live. And and so we go, we look at it and we go to leave. And I'm like, and I hate it because Chan always gets upset. But I'm like, babe, I'm like, babe, I know you hate that I'm the bad guy, but we cannot rent this house as great as it would be. We're smarter than that. But that's why when I really think about it, one of the traits that I love about you and one of the reasons that I do love you is that you help bring me down. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I feel like I need that because I can just, and I think that's why it's, it's worked so well and that we've made good decisions over the course of our marriage is because you're always there to kind of help ease me off of something, mm-hmm. even though I hate it. I know, but that's why we balance each other out. Because even when I go to the extreme and I'm like, I don't want to buy that candy bar, not a candy bar, but you know what I mean? Like something very small. I'll be like a shirt. Yes. I really like the shirt. Do I want to spend this much money on it? I'm like, Tanner, get your shirt. But he, he will. He'll literally be like, Tanner, buy the freaking shirt. I don't know why I've always been like that. Like I've always been a very like, I don't spend a lot of money on something unless I like really love it or can't stop thinking about it. Cause I get buyer's remorse easily. And I yeah. think about it, oh, I think about it for a few hours and then I'm over it. I know there have been many times that you have put something in your cart and you fill up your cart mm-hmm. and then you're like, I didn't buy any of it. And then later you're like, but I'm still thinking about mm-hmm. that. And it's like, babe, just go buy it. How many times have we gone to Home Goods? Oh man, this fires me up. It kind of does and it kind of doesn't. Going in Home Goods in general usually fires me up because I know we're about to be in for a ride. But then Tanner fills up this huge cart. We get to the line. You're in the line. Somebody's going a little too slow or the line's too long. She has too much time to think. (laughs) We will ditch that cart and leave the store. Gone. I put it in a corner. I'm gone. How many times have we done that? We have done that so many times, but I don't understand why I get such bad anxiety whenever it comes to shopping. Like it, it truly gives me, and that's my job. It is. It gives me so much anxiety and you know this. 
Like we go shopping, it, it's got to be something deep down. Like it's got to be something in the core. I'm sure. Of like why. I mean, I remember being a kid, being in the grocery store with my mom. And when she would check out, I'd have to walk away. I could not look at the price. I remember you telling me that. I story. could not look at how much my mom was spending on groceries because it gave me anxiety as a kid. Like I'm messed up, y'all. I'm messed up. That's why you are the way you are today. It makes me who I am. But it makes me very smart with my money. Honestly, I think there was a time where you didn't look at our grocery bill. No. I literally was like, do not show me. I don't want to know. Yeah, there was a time where you would not look. Yeah. You don't even look at our bank account. Yes, I do. Not frequently. Yes, I do. How frequently do you look? Well, you freaking changed the password and I don't know how to get in. That's not true. The password, I change my password every week so none of you try to hack me. <laughs> I'm serious. You changed the password. And Just I- talking about the password makes me feel like I need to go change it. Cut this. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me another pro. What do you think there's another pro of us marrying young? I think we kind of went on about that one for a little bit, but what else you got? So I think that, and we've talked about this before, you and I have grown up together. So we are the way that we are because of the other person as well. We have almost become one person. <laughs> we, we literally, if I say that I need to brush my teeth, Chandler's like, yeah, I need to brush my teeth. We really have just picked up so many of the other person's traits. And I think even the way our mindset is, has, has kind of transformed into what it is because of each other. Right. Like if I wouldn't, if I wasn't with you and I wouldn't have had this journey with you, I would not be who I am or think the way that I do. Exactly. I, I honestly think I would be a worse person from it. I think I would be more critical of people. I mm-hmm. think I would be more self-centered. I, I think that you helped me in a lot of ways just on those fronts. You think that? I know that. That's sweet. You- We're going to go make love. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is the way to turn a woman on is talking sweet to her like that, like kind words. Sex talk part two. <laughs> Coming soon. Coming soon. Oh, gosh. Where is this going? This is taking a turn. Expand some more. So, like I said, there are certain things. Even I used to be a lot more of a type A person. but oh, because I freaking took that over somehow yes, like a sponge. But because you decided to, that you wanted to be the type A person, I took a back seat. And I said, okay, I'm going to be the more go with the flow. That is you. You chose this life. I didn't Because when we got married, I said, I'm going handle, to handle the bills. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And you said, no, I'm going to do it. And And I think I do it better though. Excuse you. Is that not true? I mean, we don't know because I don't do it. Well, there's a reason you don't do it anymore. Yes. But the reason I don't do it is because you've always done it. Yeah. But why do you think I took over? I don't know because at that time I was actually really on top of stuff. But at the time who was? Well, at that time you were probably more organized, but you've lost that over years. Oh, lost it. It's gone out in space. Goodbye. Why do you think that is? Because you let me fall dependent on, not dependent, but I- We're very dependent on each other. We are, but I fall lazy because I know you'll do it. That's true. There's a lot of things, same thing, that you just know I'm going to do every day. If you're married and you're listening to this, there's a good chance that I am the wife and Tanner is the husband. So every couple that we meet, every single couple, it never fails. I relate to the husband and Chandler relates to the wife every time. (laughs) I don't know what it is. It, I've just taken on that role, I guess. <laughs> You've taken on the woman role. I guess so. It's the, okay, let's Chandler. Let's stay organized and be on top of things. One time Chandler introduced himself as my wife. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I said. I'm Tanner's wife. You said, hello, my name is Chandler. I'm Tanner's wife. 
I've always kind of gotten those things mixed up. Like even uncles and brother-in-law and step siblings. I, I've introduced or I've said before Tanner's father-in-law trying to talk about Tanner's stepfather. I just, I get those things mixed up. He's not my stepfather. He's your dad. I understand. But like legally he's your stepdad. I know, but I literally hate that word so much. I know. That's why we won't use it. Just to prove a point. Yeah, but he literally said he was my wife. So I will never let him live that down ever. I bring it up probably once every six months. Y'all never hear me rag on Tanner about anything. How long did I laugh that night? Yeah, we were at dinner with a group of people. And I could not stop laughing. I'm sure they remember it too. I don't know. They were Tanner brought it up to everybody. After it was over, <laughs> people that didn't hear, Tanner made sure to tell them. <laughs> have you Have you met my wife? <laughs> Give me one more pro that may be out of the box, and then we can kind of talk about some of the cons or not even cons. I don't like that. Maybe just some of the things. Like we what we've talked. Yeah, what we've talked about of like what if, you know. I don't know that this is out of the box, but one thing is we've talked a little bit about mindset change, but I think our goals and our goal setting has been in sync. Yeah. So understanding and being on the same page about where we want to go and what we want to do and the sacrifices that needed to be made to get there. Mm -hmm. It kind of ties in with some of the money stuff that we're talking about, Mm -hmm. but making sure that we have had the time over the past seven years, you know, we're only like Tanner said, we're 26 and 27, but been married seven years. We have a really good chance to, you know, get to 30 and 40 and 50 years of marriage. You know how earlier whenever I said the statistics are like of people of getting married yeah. young, like I bet you someone listening is like, well, bitch, it's only been seven years. You got to wait and see. We, we, we're not going like anywhere. Time. Yeah. Seven years is, well, I think that the statistic is that they don't last more than. Yeah. More than a certain amount of time. Yeah. And let's say it's 10 years. I'm sorry, but I don't see anything happening over the next three years that are going to make me. Honey, you ain't think, going nowhere. I think we're going to pass this, the statistic. Yeah, for sure. But we've been able to really just hone in on where we want to go. And sometimes it's been so much that we're just so dialed in that maybe we've missed sometimes, I would mm-hmm. say. Or like sometimes we look back and we're like, man, I wish we would have been more present in that moment. I think we do a lot better job now. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. We could kind of be retrospective and and talk to each other about how we as a couple should have handled something versus how we did. Yeah, that's a good point. And just, I think it's cool to see growth happen in each other and as a couple, because we truly are so much, not even better. We've always been a good couple, but I feel like we have just really worked on mastering communication, goal setting, having that mindset together. because Because of honesty. Yes. Being honest with each other about how something made us feel. Yeah, we do. We're very honest. And I think that that, because we don't argue a lot, you know, because, because we're just straight up. Like I tell you if this, if I'm upset about something, which I haven't always been good at. You've gotten much, you've gotten much better. A couple years ago, you know, I just expected you to know why I was upset. It was that. What's wrong? Nothing. What's wrong? Nothing. Tell me nothing. What's wrong? Nothing. Okay. Nothing's wrong. Nothing. Okay, cool. I'm going to go to sleep. I can't believe. <laughs> I'm sure you guys can relate. Now Chandler's like, what's wrong? I'm like, you. This is what you're doing. This is pissing me off. And this is what I would like you to do differently. And I'm like, good point. Heard that. There are some times that I push back a little bit, but we always come to an understanding. Yeah, we do eventually. I mean, we're not arguing right now. We did right, right before did. this podcast. Right before this and yesterday. 
Oh, yesterday the devil was trying us in this house. You, you guys need to know burn some sage in here or something. You know when you're trying to go to church, the devil comes a knocking. He almost got us. He almost got us to not go to church. We crawled out of there. But so I think that's you know what. Else? Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say you know another pro is not having to date in this world right now of yes. social media oh, and man. dating apps and like it works for some people. It really does. I just can't imagine it. We haven't had to date ever. <laughs> I mean, we date each other, but we haven't ever had to date. No. I always ask Chandler, if we met right now at this age and you saw me, would you have the guts to walk up to me? It's so hard to answer that because I literally haven't had to or like haven't done that in years. Actually, one night, remember, I got pretty upset because I said, Mm -hmm. all right, Chandler, if we met right now, we always play this game of what if. If we met yeah, right and now, you got pretty upset about the game. I did because I said, "What if we met right now and you were taking me on a first date? Where would you take me?" I said mini golf. He said mini golf and ice cream, and he stood by that answer. And I looked at him. I still kind of do. Okay, I'm just letting you know. Well, because that's okay. Hold on, let me preface. You, it was like if we didn't really know each other, and we just like we're going out to talk and to meet each other. I know you. And if I knew you, there's no way I would take you on that date. But if I didn't know you at all, I would do something more casual is what my whole point was. Okay. I get that. Because if you know me, you know, like, oh, I, would I, would rather, I, I would rather like do like a, a nice restaurant or something. I would take you to a fancy dinner. And, and don't get it twisted. Like I love a golf moment. Like I love to go mini. I feel like that's something we would do now. True. You know, like something fun. That, but, but not what, like a first date. I feel like a first date, you're trying to show that person what you think of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think, and somebody, I'm sure a lot of people are going to disagree and just be like, mini golf is chill and you can talk. And That's the thing. It, again, if the whole purpose is you don't know this person and you want to get to know them better, that's probably, and have like conversation, you're not trying to like overly impress and you just want to be more casual. That's probably a route you could go. If you know this, like you've been flirting back and forth for a while, you really want to impress a person, you take them out for a nice date. Yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. I think so. I think so too. I still, I still would not want to go mini golfing on a first date because I want to get dressed Dressed up up. for this person and like show them like, look how like I can dress and do my hair and do my, you know what I mean? I get it. Well, the second date would have been like to Paris or something. Hell yeah. So there, then I would have got you. So that's another pro is we haven't had to go through the dating world of now, which I have heard is treacherous. I couldn't imagine getting on a dating app. No way. I'm so sorry I can't trust anybody. I, no, I can't either. There are murder stories about stuff that's happened on dating apps. Yeah, frick yeah. Bump that. No, thank so you. Godspeed to all of you guys on dating apps. You know, be careful. Have your rape whistles with you. Your rape whistles. That's serious. Maybe go on a double date first. So now let's talk about like some of the things that we've chatted about. Not e- They're not even cons. It's just if you didn't get married young and you waited until later, which a lot of people are doing now, they're prioritizing their careers, Yep. which I get too. I, I understand that. Understand. Yeah. If, if we wouldn't have met in high school, I don't, I'd like to say I wouldn't be married. I don't think I would, honestly. Not, not maybe yet. right now. I'm 27. Well, maybe now, but yeah. it wouldn't have been at 19. No way. No, you were my person of why I wanted to get married young. Exactly. You know, but here's the thing I've told Chandler, we both shouted about if we wouldn't have gotten married young, what would we have done? I would have done an internship in New York City. Actually, after we got married, applied to like 
a hundred. I remember that. Cause we were like, okay, if you get one, we'll go. Yeah, We'll We'll move to New York. So I would have definitely, I would have moved there, gotten a job as a server and just kept going to find some, an opportunity. True. I would have spent, I would have spent time there. I don't remember how I answered that question. You said you would have pursued football more. Yeah, I probably would have. And that's not saying that I didn't because we got married. I would have probably put more eggs in that basket. Yeah. And went and done it. I don't think we've talked about kind of our coming out of high school, college story on the podcast. We'll have to do that at some point. Yeah, that'll be fun. So yeah, I probably would have done that, but no, I wouldn't. I would have gotten married later because it's, it's 100% okay. It's one of those things like you said, focus on your career. I think one of the big things that I feel like we missed out on because of when we met was like the, I love you. Yeah. And like falling in love. Yeah. Because we said it in high school and we started saying it as friends. Yeah. I mean, we were so, and we did love each other. It obviously it's a different type of love. And we were more immature then. Yeah. But it's just, we did, we missed out on that moment of like the first time you say, I love you. And it just like hits deep. You know what I mean? Not like the first time when you just send it over text. Right. The moment you realize you're actually in love with this person and want to spend your life with them. Feeling that as like a 23 or 24 year old is probably so much more surreal than it is as a 15 or 16 year old. Right. Not to, not to say I love that we, I feel like I'm just going to keep backpedaling. I'm very happy of our path. We know. We yeah. Yeah. Nobody, right nobody's doubting that. But I think just having that moment and being able to come to the realization of like, Okay, I've met my person. It took me a while, but I've met them. Yeah. And it's funny because I'm sure on the other side of things, the person that waited, because I see, you know, 23 and 24 year olds now being like, I'm never going to find that person. And you're still young. And I'm like, sis, you're young, but I get it because at 23, I had my person. And had I not, I might have been saying that same thing. thing. You know, like you're so lucky you found your person so young. You know what I mean? It's it the grass is always greener. I still think we grew into mm-hmm. our love as we got older. Yeah, because now, like, we love each other so much, it's disgusting. You know, became adults that were still in love and a more true love came out of that. I always tell Chandler, I'm like, you know we love each other so much because we spend 24-7 together. We're together all, all, day. all the time. But, like, we truly don't get sick of each other. No, we really don't. I mean, our our businesses, our livelihood, everything is together. Everything, everything we do is our, our brand. It's it's us. Like we love to work out together. We love to do everything together. I will say this also. We've we've gotten an appreciation so much for where we are because we have done it together. Like I said, our first townhouse. Guys, when I tell you that it was nasty. Our window in our bedroom was plexiglass. It shook when the buses rode by. And the buses rode by all the time. It was nasty. We had a couple active shooter systems right there. We lived there. Yes, I forgot about that. It was nasty and we loved it. We didn't complain about it one time when we lived there. We were like, we got our own place together. Like, we are happy. We're in college. We're hanging out with our friends. Like, we loved it. So, we didn't complain at all. We really didn't even realize it was nasty until we left and we looked back on it and we were like, ew. True. Yeah, if we went over there today, it'd be a little different. So I think like seeing the places that we've lived, because every time, I mean, we've moved what? This is our seventh move. It's been like once a year since we've been married. I think seventh, yeah. And every every time we've moved, it's gotten a little bit better. And so it's so nice to see. Not to mention, we went from that townhouse to a studio. 
Literally, we went from a two-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath to a studio apartment above a Thai restaurant. Listen, our bed. You can see everything in the place from our bed. <gasps> and oh can we gosh, please- I know what you're going to say. Can we talk about the fact that there was a train, train tracks- I actually didn't know you were going to say that. 50 yards away. There was a loud- loud train that sometimes shook the building. It did shake the building. They And they had to honk their horn at every intersection. And let me just tell you, I'm not exaggerating when I say that this train went by at least 30 times a day. It definitely went by that much. It, and so it, it took me about six months to get used to sleeping. And then we were only there for like 10 months. See, I thought you were going to say the fact that we had to squeegee the bathroom. Don't you ever bring that up again. Every time we showered. I can't talk about it. I'll throw up. Close your ears. Every time we showered, the way they built the shower, the floor wasn't level. And so it would pool on the side. <gasps> oh, we ended gosh. up getting this bamboo mat thing. To my mom on. bought it for me. It was an elevated shower that was actually pretty nice. stand, a bamboo one. I kind of like that. So that your feet wouldn't touch the floor. And praise the Lord for that angel woman because she knows that I'm a freak about bathrooms. It was bad. Yeah. It was disgusting. So anyways, we've lived in some places. So that that's another thing. The older you are, typically you're more established. Yeah. So, but I think that's kind of a pro that we had to go through those together it's a little bit of both. to appreciate where we are now. Yeah. It's a little bit of both because we tackled those things together for sure. Right. Because we never went through the, oh, while you're in college, your parents help you pay for living. Your parents no. help you. No. Our parents, rightfully so. We were married. We got married. We're and adults that decided to get married. Yes. Our we're parents not, did not owe us any money. We file our own tax returns. Yeah. I mean, we did it by ourselves. Yeah. Which is how it should be. It is. Let me just say this. When you get married young, so many people talk junk about it. And that's okay because we, well, I know me very much as a person that like does not care who talks junk. And, you know, it's never my problem. I always say it is none of my business what someone says about me behind my back. If they want to make it my business, they can say it to me, you know? Agreed. But so many people thought we were pregnant, mm -hmm. said we weren't going to make it. You know, all the things that people, your kids, I get it. But at the same time, I felt like we were very mature kids. Isn't it crazy how many people will say those things and but for those negative thoughts instead of offering support and hope that you do make it. Yeah. Instead of saying, you know, it's going to be hard for them, but I really hope they make it through. Yeah. Instead of saying like, I don't think that's the right person for them. You know, I really hope they grow into mm -hmm. a, a great couple. It's, it's sad, but people want to see you fail, which is rough. It's sad that negativity is just such a huge thing. Cause even in like when you get pregnant, it's always, Oh, just wait until this happens. Just oh, wait until yeah. I just I've done that before to people and I'm like, oh, that's terrible. It is terrible. I make it a point not to do that. Like I really am mindful about it. And I'm like, oh yeah, but wait until they do this. It's so great. You're gonna love this or this or this. Because there is so many positives to young marriage. There are so many positives to parenthood. And it's just rewiring your brain. I've, I've worked on that over the years of just like rewiring the way I automatically think about something. It's very easy to respond negatively initially. Yeah, it is. And I don't know why that is. It's sad. You know, sometimes I think it's born out of jealousy. Some people, I think it's born out of insecurity in others. Yeah. Like, oh, I feel like maybe they're further along. Am I not doing what I'm supposed to be doing? 
well, it's because they're this and this, and this isn't going to work because of this. Yes. Cause I will say in years ago, maybe we, we've said some stuff about someone doing something and now you can vouch. Like if you bring up someone doing something or succeeding, like we're always like good for them. Absolutely. You know, somebody wants to take a chance and do something out on their own before it might've been, Oh, I don't know. That that's that's gonna not going to work. Yeah. Now it's like, hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Go for it. Get it. Yeah. We we've gotten to a point where we just try to support people. And even if we don't agree with something that someone is doing, we always say, you know, that's, that's not my business and I hope it works out for them. Yeah. Just coming back full circle. That's the whole thing about our mindset changing as people and as a couple, as we moved forward in our relationship. I'm pretty freaking proud of like the way that our minds have and just our personality, like our, our true deep core, our soul. I'm really proud of our morals and just how we think about things. I agree. We've um, come a long way in that regard. Not that we were ever like super negative people, but it takes effort and it takes practice to make sure that you are changing that mindset because it's so easy to go back. To and you know what else? I hate to say this, but when you cut the toxic from your life is when you can start making those changes, whatever the toxic may be, whether the toxic TV is giving you a negative mindset. Like if you can't handle you a little, Jersey Shore? yes. Like if you can't <laughs> handle a little bit of trash TV and it really affects you, you know, whatever toxic is to you, toxic people, whatever it is, once you cut the BS, you can have a lot more positive mindset. Surround yourself with people that are going to hype you up, Mm -hmm. that are going to give your name in a moment of opportunity. You know what I mean? If you're sitting at a table and you know they're going to talk about you when you walk away, don't come back to that table. Absolutely. If the negative thoughts come into your head, just flip it around. Think about how you're thinking about it, then think about it from somebody else's perspective. Mm -hmm. And honestly and truly, just mind your business. Seriously. like If everyone worried about themselves as much as they worried about everyone else – They'd be doing great things. Don't be creeping, watching other people's stuff, see what they're doing just for the fact of trying to keep tabs. Oh, yeah. That's just sick. Mind your own business. Do your own thing. Worry about you. And just think about people in a brighter light. Just be happy for people. If you're not truly happy for yourself, it's hard to be happy for other people. So maybe work on those. I think finding a person that helps you get to this point mentally And that's why I'm so lucky to have you. And I I hope you feel the same. I do. But that is key in getting to that point of being more accepting and being more encouraging to people. And honestly, find you somebody that can get you to that point. Your life will be happier. You'll be able to think about things with a different point of view. Definitely do not settle for your person. When you find that person, make sure that they are going to support your goals and they're going to have that like mindset. I mean, you can have, you can disagree on things, but your core values need to align. Try to understand where people are willing to change because I think that's a big piece too. That's a huge thing. And I really don't like when people say like, nobody should have to change for anybody. That's That's, not true. It's bullshit. First of all, anyone can change. We're not saying change your entire personality. No way. But- If I come to you or you, no, no, if you come to me and you say, Hey babe, like I've noticed you do this sometimes and I just don't like the way you react or da, 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 da. I can say, Oh, I need to work on that. Cause yeah, I have a really bad habit of being quick to anger. Maybe I should start taking a second to think and breathe before I react, you know, working on changing that. And we hope you all find that person. If you haven't already, I'm manifesting it right now.
you will find that person. Manifest it. Speak it out loud. Write it down. If you're in your car, yell it. Yeah. I will find that person. <laughs> I like it. We've touched on some good things. Ooh, this one, this one got pretty deep, I think. And there was some really good, even if we strayed a little bit to marrying young in particular, I think there's some good things here and, and hopefully you all agree. Let us know your thoughts. If you agree, if you disagree, happy to hear that as well. Anything we missed, you know, make sure you hit us up on at that's life man podcast on Instagram. If you married young, send this podcast to your person and tell them to listen. You guys don't forget to give us a rating. If you could do that, we would so appreciate it. We had a lot of fun chatting today. We hope you loved it. And if you didn't, that's life, man. Bye. That's life.